the dragon, uh, the beast, and the nations, and really just came out of uh, my prayer time this morning. I was just being still before the Lord, and I actually had a vision, um, and what I saw was I saw the earth, and then I saw this um, big dragon uh, behind the earth. Looks like he was, he was gripping it. And as I saw this, um, the Holy Spirit brought to remembrance uh, the Book of Revelations and really brought me to um, Revelations chapter twelve, and then led me to Matthew uh, twenty-four. Tie with the <laughs> these aren't your pro wrestling names. That's hilarious. Uh, Hold on, let me turn this sound. Started getting messages here. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious, Ty. Uh, no, so um, really, though, just it probably won't be what you think. I'm not going to get too much into end time debate, eschatology, things like that. We're just going to kind of stick uh, with what I felt like I heard this morning and then just kind of present it in the best way way we can and really what I feel like the Holy Spirit is trying to communicate from what I saw. Uh, you know, the, I love the, uh, in the book of Daniel when it talks about Daniel, it says, and he had understanding and insights through dreams and visions and things like that. And, um, you know, then you see in Acts chapter two, uh, it's when it's the fulfillment of Joel two, and he says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit and you'll prophesy, dream, dream, see visions. So God communicates this way uh, very prevalent, uh, even more, I believe, as the day approaches. And so I just saw this uh, in prayer this morning. Uh, was Like I said, I was sitting there and I saw uh, the world. And then behind the world, I saw this large dragon. And I'm like, huh, what's that? And then again, uh, as I began to meditate just on what I saw, the interpretation really began to open up and the Lord brought me to uh, Revelations chapter 12, and then back to Matthew uh, 24. And so uh, I really, though, again, not probably not what you're thinking. It's not going to be about uh, eschatology, really. It, it's more or less um, just what I believe the Lord's heart is in, in this hour and, and, and more of like a, um, a wake up, if you will, uh, you know, in our, about our loyalty and our allegiance and where it lies. You know, our allegiance is to King Jesus, first and foremost. Like, if you're born again, you were a sinful creature, and you got born again, and you got made new. Uh, you became a new creature. And when you became a new creature, you received a new identity in Christ, and you became a citizen of heaven. And when we talk about loyalty, and we talk about uh, who rules and reigns our life, you, you know, that eternal realm is much more real. Uh, it, it's much more important than what we see here in the natural. Uh, and, and I really just want to take a look at what the Bible says and uh, and really try to do my best to communicate what I saw and, and what I heard. You know, we're all learning, growing. Uh, and so if it lands with you, awesome. If not, you know, um, no big deal. So, um, Anyway, we're going to be in Revelations chapter 12, 7 through uh, 13, 10. Revelations chapter 12, verses 7 through chapter 13, verse 10. And again, I told you I saw uh, this dragon and I saw him with his hands 
around the world. And, and so I want to just read, and then really I'll start to share uh, what I feel like the Lord was communicating through the vision that I had. Um, listen to this in verse 7. It says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. Uh, but they did not prevail, nor were there, was there a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan. So obviously this sets the context. We're talking about the devil, the serpent of old, the one. It ties it all the way back into Genesis. It's speaking of the devil himself. And then to another little nugget, obviously he's like he no longer has a place in heaven, but he's here on the earth. That's why Paul called him the little G God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. He is here. He's not up in heaven. He's on earth. But the very next uh, line of what John the Revelator is sharing from what he's seeing in a vision uh, is very important. I want you to catch this. It says, who deceives the whole world, the whole world, the devil, Satan, the serpent of old, who deceives the whole world. So that's his tactic. That's his goal. That's his his personal assignment right now. What he's doing is he's out to deceive the whole world. That's I've, I've looked up the meaning of all these words and whole means whole. It means all of it. Uh, the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God in the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who who accused had accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony who us those who believe we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony it says therefore rejoice o heavens and you who dwell in them so the heavens are rejoicing but check this very next verse. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. So he's down here and he's angry. Great wrath, the one who will deceive the whole world. Then it goes on uh, to say this in verse 13. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time for the presence of the serpent from the presence of the serpent. Sorry. So the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. And the dragon, catch this, was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So this is us. He's literally went out to wage war. The devil, the serpent from old that deceives the whole world, came with great wrath on the earth to do what? To wage war against those who keep the commandments of God. This is what he's doing right now. Chapter 13. 
Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and his great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And catch this, all the world marveled and followed the beast. All the world marveled and followed the beast. That word all, again, it it, it means all. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and they, who's they? All the world. They worship the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blasphemy his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And it was granted to him, who? The beast. To make war with the saints, to overcome them. That's very key with, with what I'm, uh, I believe the Lord is, is trying to communicate from what I saw in prayer in the vision. Check this out. It says, the dragon is making war. We read this in verse 17. He's making war with the offspring, those who keep the testimony of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ, the saints. Then it says that he gives authority and power to the beast. And then what is the beast doing? The beast is making war with the saints, but he also overcomes them. That's super key and super interesting. Watch this. And authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Every tribe, every tongue, and every nation. There was given authority to the beast. Every tribe, every tongue, and every nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from from the foundation of the world. So everyone not born again will worship everyone. What is everyone? That's everyone that is not born again will worship Satan and the beast. Let's go on. It says, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. What is the patience and the faith of the saints? It will be the enduring faith during this time. It will be the keeping of the faith and enduring during this time. When? When all the world becomes deceived and worship the dragon and the beast. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24, verse 3 through 13. Matthew chapter, I know I'm giving you a lot of scripture, but that's okay. We love the word of God. Matthew chapter 4, verse 3 through 13. Listen to this. This is Jesus himself speaking. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? So it sets the context for everything he's about to say. He's speaking about the end and the sign of his coming. 
you know, he, he gives us a lot of insight of what to look for that we would know that the hour is approaching. You know, I, I, I'm reminded of when John says, and I believe it's in first John and he's talking about the antichrist and he says, you know, cause we're in the last hour, man, if John said we were in the last hour, 2000 years ago, it's safe to say we're probably in the last minutes, you know, wherever you land on that, that's just me. I'm just thinking dude said last hour, like 2000 years ago, man, we're, we're closer now than we've ever been, whether it be tomorrow, whether it be 20 years from now, I'm not saying I know the date nor the time. I'm just saying, we'll see the seasons. We'll know, like, you know, when winter's coming, you can see the leaves are falling. Fall is here. I know winter's coming. I'll be able to see and know by the things that Jesus said that the seasons and the times they're, they're a changing. Let's read what he says. He says, Tell us when these things will be and what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age. And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. So right off the bat, there is this uh, right off the bat. There's a risk of being deceived right off the bat. Jesus just lets you know. And he's not just speaking to anybody. He's speaking specifically to the apostles and all the believers, his followers. He says, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Now, I really want us to pay attention to verse nine, really want us to pay attention right here. It says, then they speaking to everyone that is not a believer, listen, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you speaking to believers. And you will be hated by all nations for my sake, all nations for my sake. I looked up all in the Greek and the word is pas. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's P-A-S. And guess what it means? It means all. It means the whole. It means every part that applies, meaning if it bears the name nation, so, you know, the nation of China, the nation of Russia, the nation of Uganda, and the United States of America, every nation will hate you if you are a believer. Every single nation will hate you because of Jesus. It is right here in red letters. It is it is plain and simple. It is laid out for you that all nations will hate you. It says, and then many will be offended. They will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets, prophets will rise and deceive many. And because of lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures till the end shall be saved. Listen, at the end of this, the whole earth will be destroyed. The lamb will rule. This is absolutely without question. We, however, we must decide if we will take the invitation he has offered us to rule and reign with him or will our loyalties lie with the nations, as I said when I began this this uh, this live stream, this this teaching, this word that I'm trying to communicate, what I saw in prayer, uh, 
I said, when you become born again, you you become a citizen of heaven. Your loyalties lie with the throne of Jesus. Jesus is king. And our loyalties must first and foremost be to the king, not our nations. Listen, you cannot serve two masters, whether it be God and money or God and the government. We certainly honor and obey government until it comes down to honoring and obeying God. Is it better to obey God than man? This is Acts chapter 5 verse 29. Uh, You know, Jesus said this in John 9 verse 39. He said, I came into the world for judgment. This is the amplified version. As a separator in order that there may be separation between those who believe in me And those who reject me to make the sightless see and to make those who are who see become blind. Listen, the closer and closer we get to the end times, the closer and closer we get till the sky splits and Jesus steps through and busts through on the earth. Every eye will see him. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. This is without question. But the closer and closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the dividing lines of the earth will shift from nation to nation and to what our eternal destiny will be. They will shift from nation to nation to eternal citizenship. What do I mean? That the earth will be destroyed and burn up. There will be a new earth and a new heaven. And all those whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life, they will be cast into the lake of fire. Even hell will be emptied out and poured out into the lake of fire with Satan and his angels. This is called eternal judgment. It is a elementary doctrine of Christianity. It's literally the foundations of our faith that everything we do, everything we build off must be built off this foundation. You can find that in Hebrews chapter six. It's the elementary, the beginning doctrines. And we must understand again that as the veil begins to become more and more thin, the the dividing lines of nations will go away. There will be a one world government under the rule and reign of the dragon and the beast. All of the nations will come under subjection of the Antichrist spirit, and it will no longer just be nation against nation. It will be nation against believers. You will be hated by all nations for my sake. Again, that word all means all. That includes the United States of America. And there are many that are under this deception that we're in some kind of perfect protective bubble just because this nation started out as one nation under God. But Bible prophecy will be fulfilled, whether it happens now, whether this is what's going on right now or not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the Bible is true. The words of Jesus are true. The words of John the Revelator are true. Every nation Everyone will be deceived by the dragon and the beast. Every single one of them. All of them will hate us. Our allegiance cannot lie to this government over our king. Like I said, I believe honor the government. 
honor your rulers as long as they're allowing us to obey our God. But man, when it comes to obeying God or obeying man, we must obey God. Our allegiance has to be to King Jesus. There will come a day when you have, the Bible says very clear, Jesus says, mother and brother and sister and father and daughter, they will turn on you. They will turn on you. They will, they will turn you into these who are worshiping the beast, these who are worshiping the dragon. They will betray you. They will betray you, your own family. The only ones you will have are the belief, like this is Bible. And again, I'm not trying to stir up fear. I'm not trying to, to instill fear. I'm saying let's believe the word of God and let's have a lens that looks through scripture and looks to eternity. So much division and divisiveness right now. So much anguish. So much awe towards other individuals in the body right now is coming. And we're, we're literally attacking each other. Not realizing that in the days to come, the days prophesied in the Bible, that we are going to need need each other that it's not going to matter about opinion it's not going to matter listen this will be a very real thing he says it very clearly they will deliver you to tribulation and kill you he's speaking to believers and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake and then many will be offended. Many will betray one another and hate one another. I remind you that he started this whole teaching on the Mount of Olives with the preface of heed. Take heed that no one deceives you. That means as a believer, you don't have some kind of protective bubble that you have to adhere to the word and cling to the garment of Christ and believe what he said. He said, I'm separating those who believe me and those who don't believe me. We don't have some supernatural thing that's going to keep us from being deceived. We have to cling to this. That's the supernatural thing is relationship with Jesus, staying tight and close to his garment adhering to his word, trusting his word over our own opinions. This is the only thing that will keep us from being deceived. And it says it really really clearly. You will, We will betray one another if we're not careful. If we don't take heed not to be deceived, we will begin to betray one another. And you're seeing it everywhere right now. Like, guys, I get, I totally get, uh, you know, voting and I vote and I practice voting. I totally get the, the America and that we have a political system, but you have to understand that it is Bible prophecy, that it is said that this system will fall. What is going to happen to you and to your loved ones that believe that really believe what's going to happen when this system's this system falls. So I'm sorry. I don't just trust everything that is, is said to me and I'm not trying to sow uh, distrust into the into the government. I'm not talking about some kind of crazy revolution here. That's actually not even even Bible. Jesus goes on to say that when you see the abomination of de of desolation, sit down in the place of honor. He says, pack up your stuff and run. I mean, that's what it says. I'm not talking about that. We have an assignment from Jesus, and it's in verse 14. Here's what our priority has to be. Verse 14, right after he says this in verse 13, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. He says in verse 14, he says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations as they're hating you, 
as they're hating you and they're betraying you, this gospel will be preached as a witness to them. And then the end will come. We've got to get over this bickering. We've got to get over this stuff. That Man, we have one assignment from Jesus. Sorry, two assignments, really. Love him and our neighbor. And what is that? That is loving Jesus, intimacy, and walk, walking with him, and then proclaiming the gospel to them. Because there is a dying and perishing world. There is a much bigger issue than coronavirus in the world. And it's sin and the deception of the serpent who is at war with the saints. He is at war. And what I saw in my vision was I saw this, this, this angry dragon with his hands around the world. This is, you have to understand the spirit behind the thing. You have to stop looking at the men and women and being like, well, I like Trump. I don't like Trump. Well, I like this guy. I don't like that. Like, forget about that. If you're a believer, look about, look at the spirit behind the people and you'll know what spirit is leading them by the fruit that they manifest test all spirits we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in the heavenly places beloved take your eyes off this earth this earth is going to be burned up and destroyed in fire it is going to be judged by God. He is coming. The great and terrible day of the Lord is coming and his wrath is coming with him. But for us, we can rejoice. It is the justice of the shed blood of the martyrs when this day takes place. But we must endure to the end and not be deceived. The Antichrist spirit is at work in the earth. Do not be deceived. Do not be caught up in this temporary thing that's going on right now but set your eyes above set your eyes on the hill set your eyes on zion on mount zion on the hill of the lord the throne of jesus as paul said set your eyes above where christ is and begin to think and operate from that place time is running out we are in the last hour we are in the last minute and i'm telling you the assignment on our lives is much more crucial and much more important than bickering on whether or not church should be open or church should be closed or this person shouldn't have done that or that person shouldn't have done that. Why don't we just steward what God has given us, obey what we hear him to, that he wants us to operate and walk out in our own lives, repeat what we hear in secret and forget about the rest. There are so, this is eternity. These things must come to pass. I prophesied not too long ago that in the coming season in America, we were going to have to maintain our belief that God is good while watching the, the things that are spoken about in the Bible start to come to pass before our very eyes. And it is happening. Listen, there is way more going on here. And I'm not promoting conspiracy theories. I'm not about that. But you have to understand that this has been prophesied. This has been spoke about in the book of Matthew and the book of Revelations. They all knew it and they were constantly saying, hey, be on guard because the Antichrist spirit is at work and many Antichrists have gone out from among us. Like they were constantly saying that, be alert. And I just, I feel like especially in this nation, because we have been so blessed for so long, I'm speaking to Americans right now, because we have been so blessed for so long to be able to worship freely, to be able to proclaim the gospel freely freely that we think somehow we're excluded from the book of Matthew and the book of Revelations. It is coming. Persecution is coming to America. It is coming and I would propose it's already begun. Just read the headlines, man. 
the, the mayor in New York right now is saying, I will shut you down permanently. Like it's guys, it's time to preach the gospel. It's time to share Jesus. Forget about the bickering. Forget about it. We ha- look at the spirit behind the thing. The day and time is drawing near. The day to be alert. Be alert. Father, I thank you. Uh, I didn't mean to get all fired up. I don't always do that. But man, it, it, it's time. I saw it so clearly this morning. I saw it so clearly. And again, I'm not saying that you, you know, they're going to start kicking your doors in tomorrow. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, though, that, hey, the time is running out and the freedom we have to speak openly and share Jesus may not always be here. It may not always be here. Anyway, I hope this lands with you. Uh, again, I'm sorry I didn't mean to get all fired up. Uh, I hope this lands with you. I, I, I hope I hope that you will preach the word. I hope that you will um, forget about all the offenses, forget about the drama, forget about this. I know, listen, I know so many of us are scared and, 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 and worried, but man, that's anti-Bible. Be anxious for nothing. Fear not. I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and in love. And it's sound, yeah, but I'm scared I'm going to get the virus. Well, I'm scared that my loved ones are going to go to hell. That scares me way more. Fear not the thing that can destroy the body, but the one that can destroy the soul in hell. Like, like for real, that's, that's the concern. That's the concern. Let us live our life in light of eternity. Our loyalties must lie with the lamb. Our loyalty must lie with the lamb. We are Christians first. We are Christian first. And I'm telling you, like, listen, I love America. I love this nation. I, I do. I, I, I am I, a patriot at, at heart. But at this point in, in my life, I'm understanding that the day is coming when the nation, the lines of nations are going away. And it'll be those whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life and those worshiping the beast and worshiping the dragon. And, and it's really time to uh, decide where do our allegiance lie? Do they ally with the lamb or do they ally with the land? Are your allegiance, is your allegiance to the land you're living in or to the spotless lamb of God? Which one is it? Father, I thank you uh, for who you are, God. I thank you for uh, your goodness in telling us these things. You didn't leave us clueless, Lord. You showed us. You, 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 you have showed us in your word and then you've brought it to life through um, the voice of many men and women and uh, many I'm seeing are rising up in this day, uh, understanding what what all this means. And Lord, that you are out to uh, to to draw those uh, to yourself, Lord, that would come those that that you have chosen to be your bride, Lord. And I just pray in this hour we would prepare ourselves, Lord that we would make ourselves ready in in purity and holiness and that you would cut us deep, God, with your word, with your conviction, that you would wake us up, God, that we are so sleepy in the normal comforts of our life, God, that you would just shake us awake and we would stop this foolish bickering, God. I hear the Spirit saying, repent, repent, 
right now. Listen, respond to my rebuke. I hear the Spirit saying, respond to my rebuke. Respond. Oh, repentance is so beautiful and precious and lovely, and it's wrapped in mercy and grace. And I mean, God will never tell us to do something he won't empower us to fulfill. Man, help us, Jesus. Have mercy on your body. Help us, Jesus. Have mercy. Have mercy. Listen, I love you guys. I, again, I didn't mean to get all 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 fired up, but I, I just feel like fire in my body. And uh, man, I love I love Jesus and I love His church. I love the bride, men. But we've got to make ourselves ready. The King is coming. The bridegroom King is coming. Love you guys. Hope this bless you. Hope it lands with you. Um, God bless you. Hope you have an amazing week. I'm sure I'll see many of you soon. Bless you.